0: Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Hi, this is Tim Venable of Cornet Global. Joining me for this edition of What's Next is Dr. Sanjay Rishi, CEO of JLL Work Dynamics in the Americas. Thanks for being here, Sanjay. And uh, if you would, please introduce yourself a bit further and give us some of your interesting background.
1: Tim, it's great to be with you. Uh, Thanks for the opportunity to speak with you. So yeah, CEO for Work Dynamics Americas. As you know, uh, we recently renamed ourselves to Work Dynamics. We used to be JLL Corporate Solutions, and it's much more in line with what clients are asking us for and how we are servicing and adding value to our clients. So our organization is focused on work on workplaces uh the portfolio and how that evolves and how clients derive value and this uh this world that is changing and has changed so fast over the last year and uh, year and a half for us so great to be with you
0: thank you now sanjay i understand that jll has recently completed its latest worker preferences barometer report that sounds fascinating so tell us more what what's that all about
1: yeah Tim so this is building on uh, surveys that we've conducted uh, we did one in April one in October of 2020 to just get a pulse on how our employees attitudes changing you know during the pandemic how they were changing and, and at the crux of it was we wanted to understand how office workers are feeling about working from home and that's evolved and changed as, as you have seen I'm sure We surveyed over 30, almost 3,500 office workers across 10 countries because every part of the globe and every country has certain uh, dynamics and needs that are very specific to them. And we looked at companies that just, it wasn't just very big corporates. We also looked at about 30% of their companies were small and medium enterprises. And we got some really interesting, you know, sort of revelations and an understanding of how people are thinking not too surprising, but still some of them were a bit of a surprise, but also an affirmation of how we, we are seeing the world evolve and what we, it lines up with what our clients are asking us for as well.
0: Okay, that makes perfect sense. Now, how have employee attitudes changed about working from home over the past few months as seen in your research?
1: Yeah, there's probably a couple of things that we've been talking about, right, Tim? There's one around productivity, and that was a question it felt like it was asked and answered over the the pandemic, Uh, and it started with, can employees be productive at home? And the asked and answered part was, yes, they can be, and for the longest time, it felt like productivity was was something that you could take for granted if people were going to work from home. And the other part of this was obviously the attitude towards hybrid remote work, et cetera. So maybe I'll start around productivity a bit. It's interesting what we're finding out now is the productivity at home is actually declining. So employees want to be back in the office. And just as a a statistic, 37% of the workforce based on this survey and a very statistically sound uh, sample that we surveyed felt that they were more productive at home. If you compare that to April, 2020, which was when we did this last one, that's a drop of about 12 13% or so. It was in the high 40s, almost 50% back in the April of 2020. Interestingly, along with that goes this idea that's also come up, which is 47% of them are saying that they're satisfied with their office today. And that's dropped from 63% recorded, let's say about a year ago. And that's an interesting implication that comes with it, which means the office is where they want to be, they feel they're more productive, but they also feel that the office needs and sort of a a look at the design to match expectations of employees as they come back to work. I'll quickly hit on the other big piece of how attitudes are changing, it feels it to employees. And then the people we talk to, it's clear that the fatigue of working from home is growing. And some of it, as you kind of read through it and kind of digest, it seems very, very obvious. People have been working from home. There is just this this balance of where does work stop and where does home start has always been a challenge. But they, uh, you know, 33% of the workforce, they don't want to work from home in the future. 33%, that's up from 28% in October. A little bit surprising, that spike. And then about almost 80% of them, they want to get back to the office. Although they finish that with, they want to be there at least once a week. Three days in, in the office seems to be the preference. Two days remote. And again, remote could mean it's home, third party, et cetera. So that, those seem to be the big changes in attitude as, uh, as we look at it.
0: Okay, fascinating shifts in the data over those months uh, that yeah. you described. So overall Sanjay, what are employees looking for in that post COVID work environment? You mentioned the hybrid piece, what, are, what, what do they really want?
1: Yeah, and you know, we've talked about this over really years, maybe decades around the work-life balance But today, work-life balance is is top of mind, like it's never been before. In fact, as we looked at our data, it's probably for the first time surpassed salary, which has been a big driver for priority for the workforce. Um, So greater work-life balance is ahead of a comfortable salary. It's ahead of the next one, which is health and well-being, which has also grown tremendously importance to the workforce, you know, purpose of work, uh, the connected nature, all of these are part of the priorities. And then of course, you know, I want to be visible, I want to be rewarded, I want to be recognized, I want to be respected at work. But if you look across all of those work-life balance, so this idea of flexibility in working patterns is definitely something that people are looking for. And to throw out another statistic at you, 88 percent in this latest data, of the workforce wanted more flexible working hours, and this is up about 15 17% over, over the last time a year ago when we looked at this. Flexible work policies, I mean, again, as we look at this, Tim, I mean, it's clear that the war for talent, we're in a war for talent like we've never been before in quite some time as, as we emerge out of the pandemic. I mean, there's enough written about it in the press now. And then if you look at Gen Z, young parents, uh, women in the workforce, caregivers, uh, you know, all of those are priorities. And it's all about attracting talent and retaining talent because the cost of talent has always been high, but it's going up. So this idea of flexibility really dominates uh, in a big way, uh, you know, the conversations that that are coming through.
0: Excellent. Okay. So the role of flexibility and supporting that work-life balance that means so much to that talent that everyone's chasing. Yeah, indeed. Okay. So what role can the office play, Sanjay, to engage employees post-pandemic? How can the office help with that?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's, uh, this is, this is about office. It's, it's about being human-centered, about putting health, wellness, you know, at the forefront. And that's going to require organizations to revisit their spaces and say do they really you know are they at that place or what do we need to do what do we need to redesign do we need to upgrade because that's what uh, you know the workforce people are looking for and office is at the heart of the culture the sense of belonging you know the brand affinity that you create uh, this idea of you know mentorship that goes apprenticeship the learning and we all talk to you know, people in our social lives and we hear them say, I want to be back in the office, especially new entrants into the workforce. So, you know, I mean, that's where this, you know, if you think about what role can an office play? Well, that's the role office needs to play now. and That's the call to action. People are sick of this endless day of being disconnected. We talked about it a little bit. You know, you know they've, they've obviously there's some savings in time from commuting that they have uh, taken hold of. They, they crave this human interaction, but a human interaction that is productive and that's rewarding for them. You know, 50% of them uh, say they're missing social activities. That's where the office needs to respond and play that role of engaging employees uh, as, we, as we emerge from the pandemic, Tim.
0: And you mentioned human interaction. That's so important. And just by coincidence today, as we're doing this podcast, today is my first day back in our Atlanta office of Cornet Global here for a quite a, a long time. And I've really enjoyed seeing my colleagues and chatting with them, catching up. And it's it's, it's great to have that face-to-face interaction. I've missed it. And I'm glad we've got it again.
1: It's, it's amazing. And the amount of creativity and innovation that happens when you feed on each other's energy I mean, a Zoom call or a virtual call, when it has to and when it had to, it served a purpose. But if you look at growth and innovation and creativity, it's going to come from this, you know, feeding off of each other's, that energy that's created.
0: Exactly. Now, you've touched on this already, but my question here is, are there any specific tactics that corporate occupiers can, uh, can take to support employees in this new post-COVID environment?
1: Yeah, Tim. So there's a few things that are emerging or accelerating in a big way. I think health, no surprise, and it came out loud and clear in the work that we did and the data that we have. That is a top argument for retention among not just women, uh, but across the board. In fact, it was even more pronounced in women than it was for men, 77% versus 69%. people are really, you know, and this is health that goes beyond just physical health, it's social health, it's mental health, so health and wellness, and with, along with that, this consciousness coming out of the pandemic around sustainability, around environment, clean air, all of that is important, especially for Gen Y and Gen X, Gen Z, they're, they're making these decisions that are value-based decisions, and that's accelerated as a result of the pandemic you know, diversity, inclusion, involvement, CSR, however you want to think about it. You know, in our work and the data, you know, almost 60% said they want an authentic workplace. And that's a top priority for them. And again, that goes back to what you and I have been talking about recreating a more balanced working life. It's around healthy routines, socializing, you know, defined working hours. How do you balance where does work end, home life starts, especially for young families? all of these are ones you know, that are, are clearly priorities. And uh, so that's where organizations need to coalesce and provide solutions um, to, to attract and retain that talent, bring them back from the office and keep them there.
0: Excellent. And now Sanjay for my, my last question, uh, in your role there with JLO, you work with lots of big uh, corporate occupiers, leading companies around the world. What are some of the current challenges they're facing as they're repurposing the office? And how are you helping them to overcome those challenges? Are there some success stories that you could share uh, for us?
1: Yeah, Tim, I mean, you know, there's a lot of, and this has been going on in the industry really and across our client base, across sectors, where return to work and how do you plan to to bring people back to work? And how do you assure them uh, that they are in a safe, this idea of health, wellness, amenities, um, how do you create Spaces that are uh, that grow the culture that bring affinity to the brand and in fact, one of the things that that we're finding uh, is clients are asking for and individuals, the workforce is much more open to uh, Spaces that are that that affinity to my cube or my office that has to be assigned whether I'm there or not has gone down because people are willing to give up some of that to gain the flexibility. And that comes with asks of us and what we are doing for our clients in terms of rethinking uh, their spaces. So I'll give you an example of a financial services uh, sector client. You know, that's that's asked us to re- reimagine their headquarters in light of what is going on, and the reimagination is all about you know the driving force there, and that's not an exception. Although I wouldn't say. Uh, you know, that level of reimagination is across the board, because that would be a gross exaggeration. Um, I mean, people are are sort of starting to think about it. But in this particular case, you know, the their view is I want my employees to want to come to the office rather than stay at home, and, you know, for all the other reasons, but really be attracted to the space. Yes, culture, yes, brand, yes, apprenticeship and mentoring, but more than anything else, an attractive space that people come to. So that's one example there's a tremendous amount of acceleration that's happened to him around technology and how technology and clients are asking us. In fact, uh, you know, we have invested very heavily into this and we're seeing a tremendous amount of demand. And that, that applies to everything. Technology around the room reservations is a very simple thing around planning occupancy around, uh, you know, sensors that are employed in in engineering and sort of uh, maintenance and detecting you know, maintenance needs as examples of where technology is getting de- deployed, but it's across the value chain, uh, a sense and respond a mechanism across much of this value chain that we provide is something clients are, are asking us and we're delivering to.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Sanjay, it's been great talking with you today. And I'd like to, again, thank you for sharing these very helpful insights with Cornet Global.
1: Well, it was a pleasure. I enjoyed it. And, uh, Great talking to you and uh, we'll connect again soon. Thanks.
0: Look forward to it. Thank you. Cheers. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.